0: Two hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Soul to Soul. I'm Rabbi Ari Keeveman. And you've got the power indeed. This is going to be a powerful, amazing, awesome year. And in fact, that was the theme we talked about this Rosh Hashanah, that... In, it's up to us, it's up to you, it's up to me to make this a powerful year. It's up to how we're going to face this year, how we are going to really make sure that indeed it's a powerful year for us, for our families, for all those around us. And one of the things I talked about this Rosh Hashanah, at my shul, I think it's a very appropriate and relevant message before we get on to some ideas related to Yom Kippur, is... That we have the power to change our lives. It is up to each one of us. People come around and they talk about all types of things. I spoke about someone who came to talk with me. Obviously confidentiality reserved. And this person talks about all types of problems he's got and says, I'm not smart and I'm not talented and I'm not popular and I'm not handsome and I'm not lucky. and I'm not a good person. I'm not a good Jew. And with all those issues, you recognize that there's a big I am. That is the the equalizer, the the common denominator of everything he said. And the truth is, those very words, I am, is what could determine the difference of the way your gear is going to be It's going to determine the difference The quality of your life So if, obviously if you constantly think That I'm not blessed That I'm not capable And I'm lousy Then it's true It's a self-proclaimed fo- prophecy Indeed I'm going to be lousy Because that's what I convince myself That's what I tell myself But if I begin thinking That I am blessed And I am capable And I am happy And I am going to succeed My dear friends That is the powerful message We have to take with us In this new year Is that indeed We will succeed Succeed because you animate these qualities that lie dormant within you. You recognize the qualities that you really truly have inside of yourself. Of course, you got to be honest with yourself, but you could make wondrous things in your life happen when you have the conviction, when you realize that the words that follow your I am is the self-fulfilling prophecy of what your year is going to be like for centuries. People believed it was impossible for any human being to run a mile in less than four minutes. And you know how many athletes have tried and failed because it was believed that it was physiologically impossible for a human being to break that four-minute barrier. People believed that human bone structure wasn't suitable or that human lung capacity was too limited, Whatever, whatever the feelings that people had was, but then... In 1954, Roger Bannister, he broke through that four-minute barrier, and he set the world record. And you know what happened next? That's even more remarkable, because less than a year later, so many other runners started cracking the four-minute mile, and hundreds of people, thousands of people today are able to run four miles, are able to do the four-minute mile a minute within four minutes, a mile within four minutes. And... Human bone structure actually didn't change. It didn't improve. But what has changed is the human perception of what was possible. That's what's changed. And this is the thing. People previously thought, I am not capable of cracking the four-minute mile. And after Mr. Bannister changed it, obviously others have changed it as well. And I think this is a very important point, is that it is our mindset that creates our reality. When we have the right mindset. Now, the truth is, nobody's perfect. I just came from a funeral service where we always remind ourselves those words that we say at every memorial prayer, and that is, There's no righteous person upon the earth who does only good and never sins. Well, every single person has their flaws and their shortcomings. And here I want to illustrate the most perfect human being, the most perfect Jew we could ever think of, Moshe Rabenu, the most known, well-known biblical figure. And what happens when God appears to Moshe in the burning bush and God tells him, go back to Egypt. I want you to free the Jews. I want you to liberate, emancipate them from their slavery, from their bondage in Egypt. And what does Moshe say? He doesn't feel like he's qualified for the task. So he says to God, well, I'm a nobody. I'm a stutterer. I'm not capable of leading the Israelites. Shlach no Send somebody else. You notice Moshe's I am's? What he's saying? Ah, oh, there's nothing amazing about me. Hardly anything wonderful. I'm just lousy. By the way, that's what God liked about him was his humility. But Hashem says, no, that's the wrong perspective. That's not the way you heed a divine call. God tells Moshe, revise your defeatist mentality. God urges him, start carrying yourself like a true ambassador chosen by God. And indeed, you can go to Pharaoh because I'm going with you. You're not going alone. I'll be with you. So if you change that I am, if you realize I am God's messenger, and every one of us is, you are indispensable to God's plan for this For this entire universe. Why on earth did God put you here? There's a purpose. There's a mission that only you. Only you can accomplish this. And Moshe realizes that. And he doesn't say any longer. I'm not capable. He realizes God is charging him with that mission. God says you can confront Pharaoh. You can confront the challenges and the injustices in the world. No matter how difficult it might seem. Because God tells Moses I'll always be alongside you. I'll always be there fighting with you and for you. And guess what? God doesn't just say this to Moses. God says this to you and me. I'll give you the strength you need to succeed. And because Moshe changed the words that came after his I am, that's why he was capable. That's why he was able to lead the Jews out of Egypt to their freedom. And if you want to lead yourself to your freedom, to your promised land, just as it's true for Moshe, we all have our own difficult situations, our own challenges and roadblocks and obstacles and whatever it is that's pushing us down, whatever flaws and disappointments that we face. Well, that's just life. If everything was perfect, if life was just one straight line, I could tell you as a paramedic, when we see a flat line, we know the person's dead. That's not life. Life has its ups and downs. It's good days and better days. That's the way life is. So now at the beginning of this new year, It's a new year, a new energy, new blessings, new potential that each of us has. God is saying to you, God is just as God said to Moshe and God says this to every one of us. Don't say you're incapable because God says, I am with you. Shake off that low self-esteem. Don't have an inferiority complex. Forget the negativity. Start carrying yourself with regality, with like royalty and if we could emulate Moshe and move forward to try to realize and actualize the feeling that i am valuable that i am capable that i am hand picked by god that i am excited about the future and i am going to work about bringing it about in my life i know that god helps the god helps those who help themselves and i'm going to make it happen and if we could have that upbeat spirit and be transformed just like Moshe was. Moshe wasn't a youngster when that happened. How old is he? He was 80 years old. And against all odds, he took down the world's greatest empire. He led our nation to freedom. We owe him a great debt of gratitude to this day. Of course it was part of the plan. And Moshe realized that if he wouldn't step up to the plate, who knows what would be. And so, yes, of course it's challenging But that is the thing. We got to do whatever we can and look forward to a great year ahead because it will be a good year if we tell ourselves that we're going to make it a good year. You know, according to modern psychology, they say that it takes 12 seconds. That's it to change your attitude from a negativity bias to a positive one. And so... Every morning we have that opportunity to wake up and to say words of gratitude to God. Mo De'ani. You know what Mo means? I am grateful. I am grateful. If we could change to that attitude of gratitude, if we could be grateful for all the good things, count the blessings we have in our life, isn't that beautiful? The first order of business in the morning, what we got to do is to take control of our mind. And guess how many words are in Mo 12 words 12 seconds to change your attitude you wake up in the morning and instead of feeling grumpy instead of feeling about all the problems you got to face and all the challenges that are up ahead during the day just say I am grateful to you God for giving me back my life we all know some people who don't wake up in the morning and they don't even wake up in the afternoon or evening so at the very moment we open our eyes we have to download the correct I am and instead of Looking at the problems, say, I am grateful, I am happy. We thank God for all the blessings we have. And if we could do that, yes, nothing's perfect. Things are good. We can make them even better. And whatever challenges we're facing, we could improve them because it's all about that attitude that we have in our mind. We have all the ingredients for a happy life. It's up to you. It's inside you. We just have to train our mind that we have to recognize these things We have to recognize all the good things That we have in our life And then everything else All the problems you have Will go away Well they won't go away by themselves You got to do something about it So don't focus on how tired you are And how stressed you are And how many problems you have. Instead of telling God how, pro- how great your problems are Tell your problems how great God is And indeed when you pray to God God answers your prayers And those problems could dissipate but it's up to you. If you change the words in your life, you will change your life. And so, this is the Jewish secret to a good year. It's to think optimistically. It's to think in a positive, good way. Change your mood because the way you feel is going to affect you very deeply. And it's so important to recognize this. To recognize Not to focus on the negative things. Somebody said something wrong to you and that's it. It ruins a whole day. Yes, I know. It happens to me too. But instead, we got to choose the right words that we're going to live our life by. And yes, certain words, we got to take it in one ear out the other. Not like the New Year's resolutions which go in one ear out the other. But indeed, this year's resolution, I encourage you, is to be a positive one. To say that indeed... I am good, and I could be better. We'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 IFM. I'm Rabbi Ari Keevan, and it's great to be with you here on this fabulous afternoon as we are standing in the 10 days of repentance between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And here's a community announcement from Prudential Investment Managers for you. A strong community is one of life's greatest assets. When considering your financial assets, always look for a manager who can deliver consistently. As you and your family enter the new year, everyone at Prudential Investment Managers wish you good health, financial security, and peace of mind. Contact Prudential Investment Managers on their website, www.prudential.co.za. Consistency is the only currency that matters. And I will tell you, the consistent message we got to be telling ourselves is one of positivity. And that means that we got to change our mindset. But not just our mindset, we got to change our words. I constantly think of the way the Rebbe had an absolutely optimistic perspective on life. And even the words he spoke were so positive thinking, and he tried to reinforce this, and his ideas were recorded in various books. If you've read the book Rebbe by Joseph Telushkin, you'll see there some of that was recorded in his book. And it's not like the Rebbe didn't have any problems or issues to deal with. But he was, he was certainly a realist, but he approached reality from a perspective of optimism. You could look at the cup half full, you could look at the cup half empty, and The Rebbe chose to do this in the words he spoke. He insisted on using language to express positive thinking and optimism rather than having that negativity mindset. So for example, the Rebbe never used the traditional word for a hospital that many people say, a bet cholim. He wouldn't speak about a bet cholim which literally means house of sick even though colloquially it means a hospital. The Rebbe insisted in calling a hospital bet refuah. It's funny, I hear people talk that way. And the other day someone was saying, Someone was asking me on Rosh Hashanah if I'm going to the Bet Refuah, to the house of healing, to blow the shofar. Indeed, we got an army of people from our shul visiting the old age homes, visiting the nursing homes. We went to, we went all over town. And in fact, by the way, if you want to do that, just let me know. Get involved. We have volunteers going to the various retirement homes throughout town. It's part of our SOS Smile on Seniors program, one of Chabad's flagship programs, visiting the elderly and. We went to the old age homes and to the hospital. And what did the people say? We're going to the Beit Refua, to the house of healing. Why did the Rebbe choose that type of wording? Because he wanted the people who were in the hospital to know that they are there to gain greater health not because they were desperately ill but he wanted them to focus their minds on I am getting better don't focus on the negative I am ill I am a problem I have this I'm... focus on the positive I am getting better Shings will be better somebody once was discussing their problems with the Rebbe and the Rebbe said be happy and things will get better and she said to the Rebbe I'll be happy when things are better and the Rebbe said no lady you don't get it by being happy you will change things. It will get better. You'll see how much things get better just by having a happier, more optimistic mindset. When the, when they were a group of soldiers, handicapped soldiers from Israel, they were called the Nachi tzahal, Means the handicapped. They came to visit the Rebbe, used the words Mitsuyane Tzahal, the exceptional, the outstanding soldiers. It's true they were injured, but the Rebbe said to them, if a person has been deprived of any limb or Any of their body's faculties, this itself indicates that God has also given them special powers to overcome the limitations, to surpass in other areas the achievements of other people. Because that is when there's a lack in one area, there's certain strength in another area. So don't focus on your disability, on your handicap, but recognize that indeed you are special, you are unique. And You possess the potential that many others do not. So focus on your qualities, focus on your blessings, focus on the things that you do have. Don't say I'm handicapped, say I'm exceptional. And whenever the Rebbe had pressure to finish a particular project, he didn't like if people used the word deadline. He preferred the word due date. Why a deadline is something that connotes death. But a due date, that's about birth. So don't say I have a deadline. Say I have a due date. Just interesting how the words, if you want to change your life, if you want to shift and renovate your emotional patterns, one fundamental way to do it this year is by focusing and using the right words to describe how you think, how you feel, because the words we use have this creative power just as the deeds we do. So when we focus on positive words, when we speak in a positive way, We are planting in our own subconscious mind that we're able to grow and develop ourselves. And if we think and use positive words, guess what? We're going to reap the blessed fruits from it. We're going to have the right attitude. And that's why we got to think carefully about the words we use. Don't say I'm not a good Jew. Focus on how good you are and how much better you can become. That's the idea. I am a good Jew. I'm confident, I'm optimistic, and I know I could even be better this year. Don't focus on your flaws and your shortcomings. We all have them. Focus on the way we could become even better. You know, a couple of years ago, one of the runners in the New York City Marathon was a woman by the name of Zoe Kaplowitz. She was 46 years old, and she suffered from multiple sclerosis for more than 20 years since she's been 26 and she could only walk with the help of two crutches just think about it one slow painful step at a time and there she was on a cold winter day i know what the new york city marathon is like i've never run it but i stand there cheering the people on for years i was doing that always in november usually very chilly cold and she was one of the last people to make it through After 31 hours and 15 minutes, she finished the 26-mile race with her left leg dragging. And she finished that race. And when they asked her, when it was a TV interview, they asked them, why did you do it? You know what it takes for you to do this? How you have to gather all your strength and courage? And she answered that when a person is born, God gives everyone their own television set with a hundred different channels. And... For the most part, if you realize, you flip through those channels and you'll see good programs, good programs on those TV channels. But some channels, as you flip through them, have only static. And she says, everyone, no exception, everyone has a channel or two, some people more, some people less, but everyone's got a couple of channels with static on their set. The only difference is the kind of static that you were given on that channel. Everyone's got their baggage. Everyone's got their problems and challenges, but you have a choice you could sit there in front of that one channel for the rest of your life and look at the static you could focus on all your problems moan and groan and say look how terrible my life is and I am this and I am that and it's all horrible and terrible or you could get up and change the channel Zoe said That her commitment in life is to change the channel as frequently as possible. She was going to change it. She was going to make things better for herself. This is the point. Will you define your I am by the static? Or will you get up? Will you change the channel to one that is vibrant, vivid in color? One where you know you're going to make a difference in your life and the lives of the people around you. So this is life today. This is the way it is. 11 o'clock at night, people are snuggling up in bed. Let's see. Let's switch through different channels. Oh, let's see what the latest news is. Oh, my goodness. We start watching 30 minutes of the latest murder, brutality, corruption, catastrophe, war, violence, all the problems of the world. And then in the morning, what do you do? You wake up after a couple hours grumpy. Check your Facebook feed. And what do you see there? Oh my goodness, look how all the people are living their amazing lives, so perfect, they're on holidays, they're on vacations, they're having a great time, and all of a sudden, we start getting filled with envy. So we go to sleep with the bad news, we wake up in the morning with worse news, and we wonder, why are we so depressed? What are we so upset about? Well, let's focus on the positive. Let's change to a different channel Just think for a moment when you wake up in the morning and you say modani and you thank God, the source of life returning your soul to you so that you do have another day in this world. You realize that this is the gift of a new day, of a new life. And yes, we have the gift of a new year. So you got to take the moment and notice that it's a miracle to wake up. Remember that today is a gift. It's fragile. It's perishable and it's an infinitely precious gift yesterday's history it's gone tomorrow's a mystery you don't know what tomorrow will bring but today's a gift that's why it's called the present focus on it carpe diem seed the moment and we'll be right back two hours every weekday covering everything from Torah Parsha holidays and so much more this is 101.9 High FM Soul to Soul Welcome back, ladies and gents. Young Kipper's coming. We're a brand new year. It's a new beginning. And just imagine every morning that if on your way out of your house, as you open the door, you placed your hand on a meziza hanging under your doorpost, testifying that your home stands for a higher purpose, for a sacred purpose. And just for two seconds, you lift your hand up and you kiss that meziza. You open up the door and you recognize that every precious moment we have of life is a gift from God. And just as we said, you wake up in the morning and say, I am grateful to you, God. When you go to bed at night, you stop for a moment and you take into your thoughts the miracles of your life. Your wife, your husband, children, those you love. The things you've been able to see and enjoy in the world. You appreciate, you cherish your blessings and you say Shema Yisrael. It's just a few minutes a day, that's it it takes. But let me tell you, it is life changing. If you do it for 10 days, you'll be hooked. And if you do it for a 100 years, I promise you, you'll have long life. It's really worth it. So just to conclude, I want to share with you a thought from perhaps the Torah's most iconic moment on the power of perspective you remember that after the exodus from Egypt, Moshe sent 12 men in to spy out the promised land and after 40 days 10 of those men came back and they reported we don't have a chance the cities are fortified and the people are giants and compared to them, we're like grasshoppers you notice their perspective I am weak, I am inferior I am intimidated. I am afraid. I'm a grasshopper. There were two spies, Joshua and Caleb. They came back with a different type of report. They told the people that the conquest of the land is actually achievable. As General Montgomery put it, the difficult we do immediately and the impossible takes a little longer. Of course, there are giants. There are strong. But God is with us. We're able to conquer the land. And they had a whole different report. They also said, I am. But it was just very different. Their message was, I am strong. I'm confident. I'm a conqueror. And they saw the future as one of possibility rather than one of peril a one of difficulty. Unfortunately, the people had negativity bias and they didn't listen to Joshua and Caleb. Instead, they listened to the other spies And the negative report from those spies spread like wildfire. Before we knew it, two million people were intimidated, were afraid. They were so distressed by the negative report that they complained against Moshe and Aaron. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Just so we should die in the wilderness, we would have been better off as slaves than to die here. And you know something? God answered with something that is as relevant now as it was back then. God said, I will do for you exactly what you said. Kasher dibartem e'eseh. You said you're going to die in the wilderness. You said that it's bad. Okay, then you'll die in the wilderness. You won't make it to the promised land. Joshua and Caleb, they said that we could make it to the promised land. Guess what? They will. And the same thing applies to you and to me, to every one of us. We each have our promised land, and we stand on its threshold just as our ancestors did back then. We have dreams for our future, and all we need is the courage to realize those dreams. We face obstacles that we need to imagine overcoming. We have to tell ourselves that we are capable. Don't have the grasshopper complex. If we think of our difficulties as if there's insurmountable giants, well. That's what happens if we say I'm weak, I'm intimidated, I'm not capable of making it into the promised land, then unfortunately that will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. We have to remember, success is a journey, not a destination. And continue, continue, continue. If we could learn from Joshua and Caleb, then we'll make sure to have the right I am's coming out of our mouths. And if we have that confidence... Well, it might take a little bit of work, a little bit of spiritual development and growth, working on our faith, then indeed we will win. Not always, because that's life. We have our ups and downs. But we will have that triumphant... You know what it takes to be successful? You know what it takes to be have to be triumphant? You know what triumph takes? Just look at the word. Try and a little bit of oomph, and then we will overcome All setbacks and failures, all challenges and obstacles, everything that holds us back will make our way to our promised land. So as we are here embracing a brand new year, a spectacular year ahead, all we got to do is have the right attitude and we'll see that new light, that new energy shining down upon us. So of course, as we always say, Carpe Diem, seize this moment. And if you're in the wrong channel, if you've got static, then change your channel. March forward to your promised land and you will see indeed how wonderful it is. All it takes is 12 seconds each day. 12 seconds that will change from negativity, from a half full cup, from a half empty cup to a half full cup. See your cup as half full. And why do I say half full? Because of course, as we discussed a little bit last week, God made us in a way where we have needs where we don't realize we're totally full where we realize there's always room for improvement there's always room to become better don't be complacent but grow see the room see the space where you could grow of course you're good but there's always room to be better my dear friends I wish you not only a good year and a sweet year but an even better year say yes a better year and indeed it'll be Carpe Diem seize the moment and have a meaningful Shabbos Shuvah a Shabbos of self-introspection as we go into Yom Kippur. And each one of these days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, every day symbolizes another day of the week of the past year. Today, we'll refine every Thursday of the past year, tomorrow, every Friday. And this will be a spectacular Shabbos. So indeed, I bless you for a good year. And just change the channel if it needs to be changed. All the best. Shabbat Shuvah Shalom. Have a meaningful and purposeful Shabbos and Fastat.